What up, everybody? It's Nate with Street Wave, and welcome to our weekly short series podcast. And today, yeah, today is the final season finale. That's right. Season two will be done after this, and then we'll move on to something else. Season three, maybe. But today, I'm here with Kenny. We're here at Blip down on Truce. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Uh, just chill. <laughs> just chilling. No, no, that's all good, man. So, I've got a question for you. Do you remember the first picture you took? On the camera? Yeah. Or, okay. The first picture I took, yeah, uh, downtown Lee Summit. It was just me going out, just trying to take pictures of stuff before I really wanted to take pictures of people. And then I was just out taking pictures, I think it was, of a couple lights, maybe a couple stairs. And I was like, man, all right, let me call some people up and then take pictures of them. I feel kind of feeling myself. When I did that downtown, and then from there, just kind of. Evolve. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, with our guests, we usually like to hear their story. The listeners like to hear their story. So I just want to ask you, like, wh- maybe where you grew up, where you went to school, and then where you are now. Okay. Yeah. So grew up in Grandview, uh, Grandview, Missouri. Went to school out there. Went to, went to a couple schools. Uh, went to Rockhurst freshman year. Not so many people know that. And then I went to Wright Peck, graduated out there from 11, 2011. Um, and then from there, kind of just scrambled my way from going to parties and twerk fest and stuff in Lee Summit. That's kind of how I got known was from, through parties and stuff, through dancing, having the whistle out with Quan. Um, I don't know, people, DJ Quanchi. Um, and it was just, it was going from that, going from parties and then working. And then somehow it just kind of just went to the to the camera no i don't really know how that happened yeah was Uh, it it just like spontaneous just like you just saw a camera picked it up and let's go it was more so me taking photos of my with my phone for a good year i had an iphone 8 i was working that thing man i set it on set it down the corner on my tea bottle and to put the timer on take photos of myself and i started taking photos of my friends and they were coming out pretty good and people thought i really had a camera and then Quan had got a camera because we all got tired of going to people to take our photos. We were like, all right, Quan, Quan's cousin, uh, he took the start, started taking our photos and, you know, went from there. But after a while, I was like, man, let me see the camera. And then when that happened, everything else happened. I don't really know how that happened. I just started taking photos and I was like, man, this is like a challenge. It's, it's kind of cool. I see. I saw something, and I was like, "Man, let me just try some more." And then I tried some more, and then by that time, it was kind of fun and addictive. So, just manifested the word side now, and it, Ooh, you know, yeah. So, I like that manifested word. Um, I want to dig into your your creative thoughts a little bit. Could you possibly explain explain the choosing of your location shoots and like why why you decide to shoot at different points and whatnot? Yeah. So, a lot of my location choices. I drive around Kansas City a lot, like a lot. I used to drive down here all the time, walk around down the uh, like the crossroads, going to West Bottoms, Raytown. I went all around. So there's a lot of stuff in KC I see that a lot of other people have shot at. So I'll cancel those places out and start looking in the nits and the grits, looking alleys, looking in the city, I mean like in the cuts. And when I see something that may be like more colorful than something else, or maybe like two different color tones, an orange and a green, I'll keep that in mind, pin it, and then I'll see somebody, hey, do you want to shoot? And I'll see that they have something similar, take them to that spot, boom. Or it might be something else. It might be like a rooftop, and I'll just keep everything in mind. 
I remember locations and stuff. So, I mean, going and just keeping the idea, keeping places that I've seen prior to or driving around Eighth and Wyandotte, for instance, downtown. There's like a uh, there's a window with a couple of lights, and I kept that in mind and did a shot out there. So, uh, this kind of goes into. Um I love on the podcast, or the podcast, excuse me. I love on your on your Instagram, right, uh, where you say um, the urban edgy portraits. You describe your shooting like that, right? right? Where did that come from? So I knew I did an urban. I knew I did an urban portrait style because I do very much of like a cover art style. I try to make it like you're, you're going to come out with an album at some point at some time, whether you are doing an album or not. But it looks like it could be an album cover. And then some people were starting to call it edgy. So then I was like, well, that kind of makes sense. I didn't really know it was considered edgy until a lot of people started calling it edgy. So I kind of just threw that in the mix to urban edgy because it's more so like it's not rock style. It's not casual. It's not, you know, natural light because I I add colors to it, but I also add like a film grain edgy to it as well. Style to it to where it's like can't really pinpoint the style because if you go on the page it looks like multiple people took different kind of shots but at the end you can see the resemblance through each photo because every everybody can't be edited the same way or taken the same style because everybody has a different style so to bring my individuality within with their individuality brings that edginess together yeah and it creates your style right which is urban edgy portraits i i love that i um i love the the urban edgy the edgy to me leaves me a little like, curious on what does this actually mean so i i really like that a lot um any favorite spots in kansas city you like to shoot yeah um down in the west bottoms there's a, a there's an abandoned building a abandoned, abandoned st- uh warehouse and it has so many different kinds of aesthetics. You can walk in and it looks like a jungle in the first part because there's nothing but trees and vines with a, a brick wall going, you know, four stories high, another brick wall going four stories high with the sun coming in. You can go make bustle left and then you're in an abandoned, you know, warehouse itself. You go up six staircases, you're at the rooftop. There's so many different kinds of shots you can do that you can really do like a whole video there if you wanted to. But like it's there's so much to that spot. But it's only only available in the summertime. That's the sucky. That's the shitty part. <laughs> I like um, listening to your stories because uh, it kind of like it like draws me in, and now I can actually see what you're actually talking about. I love that. I appreciate that, man, a lot. Uh, not a lot of people have that talent, so hold that with you. Um, who do you look up to in the photography industry? So I follow a lot of pages that I've seen on like different feature accounts. And I can't really say I, I, I use, like, specific people for inspiration, but there is, like, a couple people in mind I can think of that I've always had in mind since the beginning, which was... So, Chase is deceased. Always, I mean, from the jump, I was just looking at this man's pictures and, like, okay, I got it. The way this dude edits and brings a whole nother story to life, that's, that's insane. So I had to bring that in the mix. And then Drew Photo... The dude's details is, is, is out of this world. And then Brandon Lou, Brandon T. Lou, I think it is. I saw on Instagram or Twitter, but the man's concepts is nuts. I don't know. I think it's from Texas. And then Kevin Fives. But there's a, there's a few people, but not too many people from Kansas City that I really can say, like, uh, from the beginning caught my attention. But there are a lot of people here that inspire my art now 
because I really put pay I pay attention to exactly what they're doing, where they're shooting, how they're shooting, the, the people they're shooting. There's, there's so much inspiration just all over the place. You can't just really pinpoint it to one person or one picture or one style. Everybody has inspiration within their work that I take in. That's good. Are you talking about Drew? Drew that used to work at the Apple Store in Leewood. Yeah. Uh, homie of mine. That's crazy. Small world, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he used to come by and visit us that when I worked at the roastery in Leewood, wow. like right next door. So like, I saw him like become where he is now. He's in California, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's in Cali right now. He's killing it. And yeah. what's nuts with Drew is I didn't even know Drew was Drew until I ran into him at a meetup. And then I just saw that he was there. I didn't know Drew, the one that worked at, was it PacSun forever ago, years ago, was the same Drew that's oh, taking yeah. pictures now. Right. I did not right. know two and two went. Yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. Yeah, because when I met him, I was like, you smoke, huh? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> but also at the same time, I was like, I didn't know he was a photographer either at all. I had to put those two things together for sure. Um, I'm glad you mentioned your iPhone 8. Cause I actually have a question because like we have this battle going on with like using a real camera versus an iPhone. What's is actually better? I want to hear this out from you though. So iPhone cameras are good. They're, they're good during the daytime. They just can't do the levels that lenses and camera bodies can do. Like you can't take like, well, okay, the S10, Galaxy S10, that camera is nasty. That camera can take really good pictures in the nighttime, better than the iPhone itself. But that's a whole nother situation. Now, as far as phones versus cameras, mm. phones can work good in like portrait style when portrait mode's in the play, but you can you don't you can't just overdo it. Then it's like, all right, they use the phone. But if you know how to use the phone and make it look like a camera picture, then go right ahead and do that because then you're you're questioning the viewer like, dang, is that a camera or a, or, or a phone? Like I can't tell because it's that good. That's what that's what I feel like. Oh yeah. That's all. And it's, like, on Instagram, I see some photos that, like, they tag iPhone and the apps and everything. And I still question myself if that's really taken by a phone. Now, I, now one thing about that. So, I take my photos on my camera, but then I edit all my photos on my phone. I don't use a laptop. I don't use a, 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 a tablet or anything. I, I tried it on a laptop, and then when I brought it back to my phone, I lost, I lost uh, so, like, resolution. So, I lost quality of it. But when I edit on my phone... Because I'm posting it on everything on my phone, why not edit the same photos on my phone? Makes sense. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I've seen um, where they had like a, a Bluetooth on the phone and they just kind of like wrap their phone on the camera and it kind of like projects all the photos, or not projects, it puts all the photos that were on there onto the phone. I think that's madness. Um, too much for me. Uh, I'd rather just try to have a phone at all and just one so I don't have to like you know switch it around so like people can you can send the photos from the camera to the phone but my my camera actually doesn't have the wi-fi app to it um i actually have like a lightning cord sd card reader which is probably the most key thing that i have i actually lost one um when i was out of town and actually had to get one that day because it was that crucial i could not do anything without it because what that does it takes the photos from the sd and puts it directly on my camera roll and then from there i can put it in my cloud, I can send emails out, I can edit, I can do all this stuff, you know, in 5, 10, 20 minutes. So it makes things much easier, much, much smoother. Um, another deep question for you. Uh, what do you try to capture in the photos you take? Uh, I capture the essence, the beauty. There's much more 
and just, you know, the sauce or much more than just the light and much more than just the whole fit, you know. Girls, they put makeup on for a specific reason when you take them photos. They want that to show. They want that highlight to be popping. So right, right. it's my job to make that make that thing just so nice, like, like better than they even thought that it looked in the mirror. So... That's what I want to do. Like, if it like oh, to make it like a Maybelline out cover, I, I, just anything, anything that you've seen makeup or any type of like, or even a guy as far as like, let's say like he's wearing like a tux or something. I'm gonna make it look like a Vogue cover. I've never looked at Vogue magazine. I've just seen covers of it, you know, here and there. But I'll take that 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 memory or take those ideas that I've seen prior before that and like, okay, this you about to be in Vogue, but I don't know what you gonna do to be in there, but we gonna figure it out. So <laughs> that's a goal oriented mind though right there. That's that's pushing yourself. That's that's achievement. Um so the listeners don't know, but I know that you were at Southwest by Southwest 2019. How how was that? Uh did you get any inspiration? Did you get any like ideas what you can bring here? So with South by Southwest, it was it was interesting. Okay, so there was a lot more I think South by is kind of much more than than than, uh, than what you would expect, or not as much as what you would expect. Let me say that because downtown is is very much, and it's crazy to say this, it's very much like a first Friday in Kansas City, but just really just a lot of people, just a lot, it's a lot of people, like a lot of people from Texas, nowhere else, and it's just like they're all there, and they're not doing nothing. Like people was recording videos, people was. Like, I mean, it's the same thing in, in Kansas City, but it was just much bigger. Nothing, nothing different. Nothing different. But, but because we weren't from there, we was getting stared out. It was like not a game. But keep in mind, though, our, our set that we had was a Friday night at the Tillery. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, no Scope and T-Dot, they shut it down um, because when No Scope did heat check, uh, it went. It really got hot in there. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, mosh pit started, fights was breaking out, headlock was put in. We had to cut the set off. Uh, I mean, there was our, the people's sets was getting pushed back 20 minutes. Got people's songs were getting cut out. It was it was bad all left and right. It was yes, it was nuts. But at the end of the day, I think we had at we we had the show that shut it down. So that's it. South by Southwest was on was on point. It was yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we come to the 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 kind of ending part of the podcast, and we always throw in like a, a funny question or an odd question. So your question today, man, is if you were an animal, what kind would you be, and why? So if you know me, I like to take naps. I like to chill. So I'd be a sloth, cause sloths they chill, they just hang there, you know. Or, or an orangutan, because they be hanging and they be just, you know, have the long arms, and I'm just lanky like that. So I feel like either way is gonna be a fair, good representation of myself. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. I like that one. Um, any 2019 goals moving forward? Um, yes, I have a whole lot of prints that I've been. Uh, canvas prints of my shots that I've been doing so um, I plan on having at least 15 to 20 prints done by June 1st for First Friday 
um, and have them for sale, have a table out and everything. But at the end of the year, I also want to hold a gallery for a lot of different artists, whether it's graphic designers or it's painters or sculptors, anything. Like even like people that come to the FAM. And, you know, FAM is every second Sunday. So come to do that. Normal human, 6.30. Anyways, um, <laughs> had to shout them out. Um, but I plan on having, you know, just a gallery at the end of the year with a lot of my friends that I've had that I've that I've met through the camera through different things of that nature and just to have them you know brought together in one one space and let other let, let the community get to know their work and get to know them as an artist and as a person and who knows want to buy their art or you know sponsor this and that who knows there's, there's opportunities that's that's what I want to be able to give through a gallery or something like that I like those goals opportunities they're gonna happen gotta manifest it um what's next for you other than miami i saw miami on your instagram what's going on in miami maybe we can talk a little bit about that uh it's just my boy surf uh it's his 26th birthday so we're planning on actually going out there i turned 26 at the end of april uh, april 26 so it's kind of like a two-on-one special um (laughs) and i got family in fort lauderdale in miami so you know if you're out there you're listening um Tap in, and we can maybe get a shoot set up March 28th through April 1st, I believe. So for uh, a... And I also got something else coming up uh, at the end of April. It's called Shutterfest. It's it's one of the biggest photo conferences. Uh, It's three days long. Basically, you get access to 250-plus models, top models in the whole whole region, in the whole nation, really. They come out there... um, you basically also get access and knowledge from 70 of the top photo um, educators that come out. They bring all their gear, all their stuff. I mean, as far as like studio equipment, lights, um, reflectors, backdrops, you know, clothes, things in that nature. They have camera gear, camera bodies that you can use in live shoots. This is knowledge that I can use and manifest and bring back and add to my own craft. Like that itself works is so much more it has so much more value to me than just going to like Rolling Loud or going to a concert or a festival, but like a, a conference like that, that's like the most hyped up thing that I'm looking forward to. And it's on my birthday week. Opportunities. Yes. <laughs> For real. I like found, I found yeah. this out I found this out five, six days ago. Yeah. You already got your bags packed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. Um, so for, for a novice photographer, for a guy that's trying to get in photography, what's some pointers that you could say to that, you know, that person, here's what you need to get, here's the stuff that you need to have to edit and, you know, everything. What, what would you say to those people? I would tell them um, to take pictures every day because one thing that I stuck with, and it's been, I've been shooting for about, I started September 2017, so it's been over a little over a year and about a year and a half now. So, but one thing that I stuck with at the beginning was to take pictures every day because you you can either get better, you can either get 30 days better in 30 days or you can get 30 days better in six months. You know, somebody can write three songs in three days or you can spend three months writing three songs. Guess who's going to have the most knowledge and growth through that whole thing because they're, they're, they're challenging themselves every day to be better than the last person they was, which is what it was 24 hours prior to that. 
So if you take pictures every day, you have so much content that you can go back and touch up and edit and go back, you know, this and that. And that itself from editing and taking more pic multiple pictures over an extended amount of time or a small amount of time, that it's that that exposure you getting out there, different locations, different lighting, different aesthetics, and editing that, you get so much better faster than you would expect. I mean, I I spent four or five months, I think it was between like March or February and like summertime and like July, I spent almost every day taking photos, like every single day. And I have so many, I have way more photos than I've put out, but that's because like I can go back and just start editing them like better than what I was doing before, which also is helping me out now because it's like, wow, I took this photo five, six months ago and it looks like something I could have took now, but I'm gonna edit it better than I did before. And that, that itself is a challenge. So challenging yourselves in a small portion is like that gives you much more growth in the end game. So. I remember reading this on your Instagram. It says, aspire, aspire to inspire before you expire. And that's what you just did to me. You inspired me by just explaining that, brother man. So I really appreciate that. I think... Um, a lot more people are looking for inspiration to ha that 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 fluid that that gas to get them on that next plateau or term or you know like pushing forward. Um, where did did you come up with that? Um, so my grandma she actually passed away uh, four years ago, and that was one of the last things that uh, was one of the last things that I we had actually discussed and. I asked her what quote she liked the best, and she liked that one the most. So I had to get that tatted on me because of that, and it's always resonated with me. And from that quote, have other quotes have you know, you know, spurred from it. And one quote that spurred from it that I still live by is, uh, "Time is patience, patience is key, and consistency never fails." Because when you have those three things, and you have the aspire and inspire before you expire, those things itself gives you a, a spark every day to do better than yeah. what you did and makes yeah. everybody else want to do better so that's so good yeah. where can we find out what's going on in your life and how can we support you oh man i'm such like a hermit crab sometimes i'm on social media all the time and then there's next thing you know i'm not on social media for a couple of days uh which i'm trying to get better at but to see what i'm doing really my Instagram, my, my my Snap. I'm not on Twitter as much as I should be, but I feel like, you know, Twitter's kind of gone all, up and down, so I really don't know if I should get on that way again. But um, to catch me, like, I guess on Instagram, you know, Kenny did that, or my Snap, because my Snap is wild. I'd be wild on my Snap, so I don't know if you want to follow that, but you can if you want to. Uh, stretch with two H's at the end, so S-T-R-E-T-C-H-H-1 five the number five the number one not two times just one just one right yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, good. Um, thank you for your time this is the season ending season two ending which is unreal um yeah we're gonna be out and about this summer doing some crazy ass shit and season three will be on its way i'm with kenny we're at blip and we out <laughs>